Losing Weight to Gain Control. Today's topic, weight loss in your 20s and your 30s. Welcome once again to the Losing Weight to Gain Control podcast. This is Gwen Alexander, your host. If this is your first time listening, who is this that's talking at you right now? Well, I'm a podcaster. I'm also a blogger, and I have a blog that you can read on my website, which is thegwenalexander.com. I'm also an author of the book Losing Weight to Gain Control, the same name as the podcast. And if you want to purchase an ebook or a print copy, you can go to Amazon.com to do that. And I'm also a speaker, and I've had several opportunities since my book came out to speak to groups of adults and even some school children about the importance of taking care of yourself. So that's who I am in a nutshell. Also available on my website is my 14-day Get Started Guide that's free. So when you go to thegwenalexander.com, that's T-H-E, gwenalexander.com, and you would click on the online store, and you can download it from there. Now, many people I talk to don't know where to start, so here is something for you to do that. One of my friends had talked to me about some of her personal struggles and, and health struggles. I could tell it was getting to her. I know how she feels. It seems as we, I'm going to say, get mature, things seem to go downhill sometimes. Life gets busier than it was in your 20s. Priorities change as you get married or have children. Your career takes off. I remember when I was in college, all I was worried about was passing a test. Was I going to make an A? Now I have to think about making sure the bills are paid and things are taken care of in the home. I don't even remember any of the tests I took. All I remember is I got my diploma. No one has ever asked me what my GPA is or what it was, and I can't even tell you. That shows you how your priorities can shift as you get more mature. That's not older, you get mature. In today's episode, I'm going to talk to you about different weight loss techniques that you may have used in your 20s, your 30s, that you may need to adjust. You may be surprised by some of what I say, or you may not be if you have heard what I've said before. So let's start in your 20s. Oh, to be 20 again. I was in college and loved the fact that I could eat when I wanted to and whenever I wanted to. That also consisted of eating candy bars from the vending machine, going to McDonald's at midnight, or eating a whole bag of chili cheese, fries, potato chips. Many of my friends talk about how they want to look like they did when they were younger, how they could eat anything and not gain weight. I never went through that. I was always overweight. So in my 20s, it was different, I guess, than most people, what they went through. Usually, when you are younger, your metabolism is high, and you may have been able to eat junk food because you were more active, so it didn't show up on you quickly anyway. 
And if you did decide you needed to lose weight, all you did was make a few adjustments to your eating habits and maybe you exercise a little more and then you saw huge results. Much of the information I'm sharing with you today came from a website, livestrong.com. But you can find a lot of this information anywhere on the internet. And before I dig in, remember to always check with your doctor or health professional before you take on any weight loss or exercise program. Especially if you take any medications or have conditions that could be made worse by you changing the way you eat or starting a physical activity, so make sure it's okay with your doctor first. When you're in your 20s, reducing your caloric intake and starting to exercise regularly would help with weight loss. When I was in my 20s, it was cardio, 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 and eat low fat were the words of the day. Now this article I read recommended reducing your calorie intake to 1,200 or 1,600 calories. That's too much of a cookie-cutter approach for me. And even in your 20s, everyone needs different amounts of calories based on your activity level. There is what's called your basal metabolic rate. I've talked about this before. It takes into consideration your age, your gender, your height, and your current weight, and your goal weight. And what it does is gives you the minimum amount of calories your body needs to live. Then it takes into consideration your activity level for, for the amount of calories you need. That's why I call the 1200 or 1600 calorie food plan cookie cutter. It's not going to fit everyone. You can find an estimate of your BMR by doing a search online for a basal metabolic calculator and then plug in your numbers. This will at least give you a guide to help you get started or even gauge if you need to increase your calories if you're already started in a program and pretty active. You do have to burn more calories than you're taking in, and one way to do that is through exercise, of course. Now, when you are in your 20s, you could probably do a lot of cardio exercise and lose weight. I did. Cardio could be walking, jogging, doing the elliptical machine, walking on the treadmill, uh, doing step workouts. And sometimes when we're younger, we think longer workouts are better. Of course, maybe you have more time to do longer workouts. If you do an hour or two or longer of cardio exercise because you, you enjoy it, I say go ahead and do it. But if the reason you're doing it or is because you think it's going to make your results go quicker, that might not be the best reason. Because are you going to continue that for the rest of your life? I know my motivation in my 20s was to look skinny. I wasn't concerned about being healthy and feeling good. I admit it. I was looking for people to tell me how good I looked and how skinny I looked. I ate very little because it was giving me fast results, but I was miserable and not happy. So yes, you need to exercise, but make sure it's something you enjoy even in your 20s. Don't just do cardio either. You need to also add some weight training to your routine. No, you will not start looking like a bodybuilder with muscles bulging everywhere. That's a whole different type of training. But it will make you feel better. That's something I wish I would have done in my 20s. How much exercise should you do at this age? 
Well, the 2008 Physical Activity Guideline for Americans suggested two and a half to five hours of moderate to intense cardio a week and strength training, uh, working all your muscle groups at least two times a week. What would I tell the Gwen in her 20s about exercise? Don't just do it because you think it will make you lose weight faster. Enjoy it. If you don't enjoy it, find something else to do. What do you eat in your 20s? I ate way too much junk food and way too much processed food. I, don't, I didn't cook very often. You should start by getting rid of the soda. One of my friends told me her son lost 40 pounds. I asked her, how did he do that? She said the first thing he did was stop the sugary sodas. I've had other people tell me when they stopped with the sugary sodas, they felt better and they started to lose some weight. So start replacing all those sodas and even some of those energy drinks with water. And if you want flavored water, put some frozen fruit in it. You know, get some strawberries. Um, You can probably even uh, freeze some lemons and then put in there. I didn't like drinking water for years. Now it's my go-to liquid. Begin in your 20s with limiting your calories from what you drink. And another thing, uh, if you want to, to try and eat better, is to eat a little more protein. And proteins are foods that are lean meats, seafood, poultry, egg whites, and low-fat dairy products. This will help you feel fuller longer. And also eating foods with more fiber. Things like vegetables or whole grains or nuts. Now I admit, when I was in my 20s, I thought, that's old people food. I want to eat what I want. I did, and now I eat old people's food, and my body paid for the eating whatever I want. Now take care of your body in your 20s, and it will help you in the next stage of your life. Which brings us to your 30s. I am fast approaching the end of my 30s, and I'm actually looking forward to it. I want to celebrate turning 40. Many people look at me funny when I say that. I actually began celebrating my birthdays by baking my own cake and inviting people to come and celebrate with me if they wanted to. You see, I was already changing my mindset to, I'm going to be happy I was born, even if no one else feels that way. I'm going to celebrate. Anyway, how is losing weight in your 30s different than your 20s? Well, your priorities start to shift. In your 20s, you were concerned about school, finding a job maybe. Now, you are in your career and maybe in a serious relationship or married and you maybe have children now. You have a mortgage, you have a car loan, you have insurances to keep track of. Your job demands more of your energy. You're starting to be pulled in all kinds of directions. Usually the last thing you think about is, how am I handling stress? Or am I getting enough exercise? Or am I eating well? Time management during this time seems to go out the window also. But this is a time you have to be deliberate about taking care of yourself so you can continue to have the energy to do all the things you need to do. 
One thing that happens in your 30s is the amount of calories you could eat when you're in your 20s, maybe you can't eat that much anymore, especially if you're not as active as you used to be. That doesn't mean you should start eating hardly anything, but you should be eating foods that will help to keep your energy up. And you know what I just talked about, what you should eat in your 20s, is the same in your 30s. Eating protein, especially between meals, to help keep your energy levels going. Trying to reduce simple carbohydrates like candy bars, cookies, the sugary drinks. I know you're trying to get that energy spike, but the energy that comes from those types of food uh, will not last, and you'll feel worse than you did before. Try snacking on like a, a fourth cup of some type of nut. Get some Greek yogurt. Eat an apple with your favorite type of nut butter. Eat some other type of fruit. One of my favorite go-to snacks for when I want something salty is actually hummus. I have some hummus on a wheat cracker. You could even eat hummus with the raw vegetables like broccoli or cauliflower. It's about finding a healthier substitute. You might be the person that is responsible for the food buying and preparation in your home. What do you do when the people you live with don't want to eat more vegetables or fruits or anything considered healthy? The article I read recommended cooking what you normally cook, but have a vegetable with a lean protein for you. Now, you're supposed to sit and watch everyone else eat the other food. Let's be real. Your mind will start saying, oh, forget this. I want what they have. Most people have access to a phone or have a phone that has access to the internet. Get on it and do a search for makeover recipes of your family's favorite dishes. You can also substitute things. Start buying whole grain pastas. Buy the leaner meats. Learn how to season the vegetables the way you and your family would like it. Try to tell them to take at least one bite, to just try it. The other thing is, don't tell them about some of what you've substituted. If you made a makeover recipe, don't tell them, see what happens when they try it. They might find that they would like it. If you tell them, they will have already made up their minds that I don't like this. I always told myself I wouldn't like broccoli or cauliflower. Now there are two of my favorite vegetables to eat. I even make a mocked mashed potato with a cauliflower. Make small changes like that. Also, start watching your portion sizes, which we need to do in our 20s anyway. Try eating on smaller plates. And if you do cook, don't put all the food on the table in front of you. This provides a great opportunity to start teaching your children about portion control and about healthy eating. If you're feeling brave, have them help you in the kitchen so they can learn what goes into preparing a meal. Something else that may be affecting your energy levels is you may have an iron deficiency. Talk to your doctor about this if you think that this may be you, that you may be dealing with that. Something else you need to think about in your 30s is your calcium intake. In your 30s, your bone density starts to decrease. Making changes in your food intake and exercises you do could help to slow it down. 
Getting more calcium in your food plan could help. And some sources of calcium would be low-fat dairy products. You can get calcium-fortified drinks like orange juice and soy milk. You can eat almonds or have broccoli and other leafy greens. Now, I've tried some of the orange juice with calcium, and I didn't much care for it, but you might like it. But I do eat broccoli and leafy greens a lot, so I guess I'm doing pretty good. So try to get more calcium in your food plan in your 30s. The other thing that can help your bone density health, if there's such a phrase as bone density health, is weight training. You could still do cardio exercise, but focus on strength training. I I like working out with weights and cardio mixed in. It's called HIIT, H-I-I-T, High Intense Interval Training. And the reason I like it is I don't get bored doing the same thing over and over. And also some of them I do, I can use my body weight, and it's challenging to me. Now, I didn't start that way. I had to work up to that. I've also noticed it helps the inches drop when the scale may not be moving. According to an article from WebMD titled Women in Weight Training for Osteoporosis, written by Gina Shaw, it says strength training could help prevent bone loss and may even help to build new bone. I just know after I finished a strength training session, I feel strong physically and mentally I feel better. You can find classes at your local gym to help you get started or a personal trainer at a gym to at least show you how to use the machines. You could even work out at home with weights. You can buy two, three, or five pound weights to get started. On YouTube, you can do a search for beginner strength training. Even Nike has an app that's called Nike Training where they give you uh, different exercises you can do to choose from. They can be cardio, they can be strength, and you can even have your favorite music playing while you're exercising. And it's free. Another way to do strength exercise is to use your own body weight. When I was at 270 pounds, that was hard. It's still hard now, but I was it was even harder then. Doing push-ups even on your knees can be challenging. That's using your body weight. And you should have a rest day or two between your sessions. I try to plan my workouts where I do some cardio-based exercises on the days I don't do my strength training. Getting exercise also goes with time management. You have to try and schedule it in at the time that works for you. Even if all you can do is 20 minutes for now, do it. You have to start somewhere, even if it's just walking in place for 20 minutes. Don't say, because I don't have an hour to dedicate to this, I won't try. Start small and work your way up to longer sessions. If you noticed, it was almost the same food and exercise information for your 20s and your 30s. In, the, in your 30s, it's talked about, we talked about bone density and iron deficiency, and most of the articles I read concentrated on that in your 30s. But why not start taking the actions in your 20s to counteract some of those things that will happen in your 30s? And then it'll always be already be a habit you have. Why wait to make exercise a priority 
and eating healthier a priority in your 30s. Do it in your 20s. And if you're already in your 30s, it's never too late to start taking action for a healthier lifestyle. Next week, I will talk about weight loss in your 40s and 50s. Even if you're a 20 or 30 year old, check back to listen to get prepared for those times of your life. Until next time, Coach Gwen says, no matter how old you are, begin taking steps to become the best version of you physically and emotionally. The information in this podcast is for informational purposes only. I'm not a medical professional. You should consult with your doctor or medical professional before beginning any weight loss or exercise programs.